0: Hello and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast episode number 86. I am so excited and a little bit nervous for you to hear today's episode. It's not like most Bossed Up Podcast episodes because today's guest is a very special one, Someone you've all heard quite a lot about, especially if you followed me over here from the Sminty podcast. You've heard me talk about Brad the Boo in hashtag form on Instagram and on these podcasts for years, but now you get to actually meet the man himself. I talked Brad into joining me on the podcast. It wasn't actually that hard. He was more than willing. I invited Brad onto the podcast today to share a little bit more behind the scenes not just of my life, but also of the real practical, tactical ways that we get stuff done. Moving forward in 2019, I want to be as real and transparent, frankly, as possible with you. And there's been a lot of conversation with folks that I have on Instagram about, okay, how the heck do we get everything done, especially after 2018, which ended with a real big bang when Brad and I bought our second house and officially started our property management business on top of all the other crazy stuff that we're up to. So today's episode is all about how we do that together, how we strive together, how we thrive together. And one of our best tactics and strategies and habits that we've built with one another over the past few years is all about setting resolutions or really yearly intentions together as a couple. So that's what we're going to dive into on today's episode. So I'm really excited to hear what you think about my interview with Brad. It's a little less structured and formal than the usual for obvious reasons, but also because we were drinking wine. (laughs) Before we dive into that, though, I want to just say... Couples Goals is the name of this episode, but it's not an episode about our relationship per se, and our relationship by no means is perfect. Everyone has a different relationship. I consider myself very fortunate to have found a kick-ass partner in life like Brad, but I make this super clear in my book as well that's coming out later this year when I talk about relationships if you don't have a boo in your life right now, that does not exclude you from benefiting from the tactics and strategies that we're going to talk through today. So for all my single ladies out there, I don't want today's conversation to feel like you can't apply these tactics and strategies. In fact, the whole concept of having an accountability partner, having someone with whom you can share your goals and check in with about your goals has been shown in research to increase your likelihood of achieving what you want to achieve by almost 95%. There's studies out there that show the benefits of having an accountability partner range between 65 and 95% in terms of increasing your likelihood to get done what you want to get done. So if you don't have a boo in your life right now who you feel comfortable doing what we're going to describe in today's episode don't sweat it. Don't fret about it. Like It's not at all something that requires a romantic partner in life. Your mom can be your accountability partner. Your best friend can be your accountability partner. And all the tactics and strategies that we talk through on today's episode can apply to a platonic partner as well. So I highly encourage you to consider teaming up and building out your courage community personally as we set into 2019. And that reminds me of one big way that we we as a community here on the podcast and here in Bossed Up in general, help each other out and stay accountable to one another is through the Life Tracker Planner community. I know you've heard me talk about it. You're probably sick of hearing about it by now, but I want to cue you in on the fact that tomorrow night, Wednesday, January 9, I'll be hosting the first of three masterclass calls with all of the folks who have bought themselves a Bossed Up Life Tracker Planner this year. And those master classes are really about how to set yourself up to make your goals, whatever's most important to you personally, professionally, and everywhere in between happen this year. We're going to talk through all the behavioral psychology that goes into the Life Tracker Planner, go through the basics of how to use it, how to make the most of it, and talk through some of the other ways that you can set yourself up for success, like getting an accountability partner, and really create a community around the hundreds of women who have decided to join us. So the planner itself is awesome, as you heard on last week's episode, because it incorporates all that psychology around mitigating guilt and and combating the pitfalls that women in particular tend to face. But what's really great about the Life Tracker as a planner is that it comes with this accountability and support. Now, after January, we won't be having weekly (laughs) masterclasses anymore, but we will be having quarterly accountability calls all year long. So if you haven't gotten one yet, I'm actually sitting in my office right now looking at the few remaining stacks of planners that we still have available in the Bossed Up Shop. I'll link to them in the show notes below, and I'll even put them on sale today. How does that sound? So today, Tuesday the 8th through Wednesday the 9th, I'll put them on sale for 20% off just for you for listening to the Bossed Up Podcast on the regular and for keeping on top of your podcast game. I appreciate you, and I want to invite you into my inner circle, which is really what being part of the Life Checker Planner process is all about. So in a Bossed Up Podcast first, I have the specialist of special guests with me today, That is the one and only Brad the Boo, the man, the myth, the legend, is here with me on the podcast. Hi, Brad. Hey, what's up? Are you excited to have a direct line in to all the women I talk to all the time?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like I've been part of this community since the beginning.
0: That is very true. Fun fact, Brad, before we were really that serious of an item, made the Bossed Up Boot Camp sign, a giant wooden iteration of it, that I brought with me to all the uh, boot camps in D.C.
1: I was also the bartender for the very first boot camp.
0: <laughs> That's very true. You and Kyle behind the bar, the very first boot camp. I remember one of my friends and early supporter of Boss Up, Julie, turned to me at the happy hour portion of Boss Boot Camp and said, Emily, you have thought of everything, even hot bartenders. And I said, and I'm sleeping with one of them too.
1: <laughs> oh, damn. I thought this was a family show. I
0: know. <laughs> Well, we've got wine in hand, y'all, and this is not during work hours, so we are kind of giddily ringing in the new year. Tell us a little bit about you, because everyone on the podcast has heard me refer to you as Brad the Boo. We made it official this past year. So tell our ladies a little bit more about yourself that maybe I haven't told them, because... You you would introduce yourself differently at a cocktail mm. hour or something.
1: You probably told him everything. Probably more than... <laughs> probably more than you know. <laughs> probably more than I know. Okay. So I work as a digital fabricator. It basically means that I design and uh, program robots to make cool things, mainly in the woodworking space. So custom kitchens and sculptures and random things like that.
0: Yes. And if anyone is following me on Instagram, you've probably seen me make a smoothie or two in a beautiful white custom kitchen that Brad built, designed, installed. I sort of helped. I might have sanded a thing or two here uh, Yeah, you
1: helped <laughs> me uh, hang some of the cabinets That's on true. there.
0: That's true. I was part of the install team. Mm-hmm. So if you've admired my former kitchen now, because we've got other real estate news to share. But if you've admired my kitchen on Instagram, that is the kind of work that Brad does in addition to lots of mostly luxury Kitchens, commercial kitchens, commercial sculpture work, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird line of work that you're in though. Yeah, how did you pretty get into niche, it?
1: But it's awesome.
0: So how did you get into it?
1: Well, I was in um architecture for a number of years and got my master's in that. After working in an office and sitting behind a desk for about a year and a half, I just quit my job because I couldn't stand it. <laughs> and I bought one of these, said robots, and me and my buddy Kyle picked it up halfway across the country and drove it back to DC and like a big version of a 3d printer. But you know, we were, we just like spent all of our savings and, um, you know, started in a garage making stuff for people.
0: It's true. I was there. I saw it for myself. I saw it with my own TIs. I was going to say that Brad's career transition, your career transition and how we got out here to Denver.
1: It's all thanks to bossed up no. <laughs> and my free coaching. That is what I was going to
0: say, but not quite, not quite so blatant. But experiments that I ran on you as a career strategist, I turned that strategy into an online course. Now the the pregame your career change course, which is really about how you navigated big career transitions all throughout our twenties, really. Yeah, I mean that's when we first met each other, and I feel like we've just been leveling up ever since, right? Mm-hmm. So, Brad, I'm having you on the podcast today for a very particular reason. It has only been. By the time this airs, it'll only have been like a week or so since New Year's Day. And you and I have, over the past few years, we actually started setting goals together every year on New Year's. Tell us, like, how did that even come about? I don't even remember, really. Do you know how we started doing that?
1: Um, I do remember being um, drunk in a cabin doing this once, but... Oh,
0: my God. Was that in Vermont?
1: yeah. It was like no, yeah, there was like,
0: I know it was like the night
1: before New Year's Eve or something. And we, it was, was, there wasn't a TV or any, like, we didn't have cell service. No internet. Airbnb. Yeah. And just had like a fireplace. And like, we were just like, like, I don't know, doing all this like random shit that they had. We played
0: like cards and then we were like, like all these
1: like old, like crappy games. And then like, I don't know we started just talking about New Year's Eve and being the like planner that you are you're like well we should write them down.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: It's like nor I think normally if you just like write it in your like notebook or whatever it seems kind of lame and we're just um.
0: Unless it's a bossed up life tracker planner notebook that's not lame at <laughs> yeah, all. <no.
1: laughs> Plug.
0: Wink wink. We had just barely beat a blizzard to this cabin. We we had just spent some time with family on the east coast. This was back when we lived in DC and as a little treat to ourselves, which has now become an annual tradition, which I love, we decided to make one night of our entire holiday stay just between us. So instead of bouncing back from my parents' house to your parents' house and having family 24/7, as much as I love my family. Hi mom. Hi mom. Uh, and hi Gail. who's <laughs> definitely listening to this podcast. You know, having that little time to ourselves, even if it's, you know, it's worth the Airbnb expense. So we make it to this cabin as snow is just pouring down and it was the most magical holiday time. And you're right. That's where we started this tradition. Boredom can be a good thing. I have a podcast about that. Hmm. Okay. So that was, I think, 2016 or the brink of 2016 when we first set our couple's goals or New Year's resolutions that were sort of joint do you have a copy of what those resolutions were?
1: That's the one we don't have, but I do have this thing I made you, which is the, um, the uh, New Year's Eve's resolutions crush megastar 2016.
0: Is it like a badge? I called it an ornament when I described it on Instagram. Well,
1: it's like a heart, but I call it a megastar, so it kind of doesn't make sense anyway. Anyway. It, <laughs> it's like, a big
0: chunk of wood that you carved and, and made pretty. Yeah, hair.
1: with one of my robots. What we do at the end of every year is um, chronicle, like, the highlights of the last year. And this is the only remnant we have. That's right. From 2016. And it basically shows all the things that we accomplished.
0: Oh, that's right. And you put the ones we didn't accomplish, cross them out, and put things that we didn't plan to accomplish but also accomplish. Yeah, right? and they
1: were similar to the goals yeah. that we... Uh,
0: so why don't you share just a couple that stand out to you?
1: Okay, so the biggest one, which is the way we like to start these things, is ski Colorado and check out Denver.
0: Oh my God, because we were just scouting Denver out.
1: We've been um, taking trips to visit tons of cities because we knew our, like, D.C. had its expiration date.
0: Yeah, I love D.C. Shout out to D.C. and all the D.C. bossed up listeners out there. But we were there for five and a half years? Yeah. We just ran out of mountains to climb, basically.
1: Yeah, so we would spend our vacations like scoping out cities.
0: We also had things like bring back date night, which we made very intentional. Boogie like it's nineteen ninety nine was one of my favorites.
1: I think we uh, we're still uh, rocking that resolution. We
0: are. So what I like about these is that they're not particularly serious. Some of them are massive, like write the bossed up book, which I did. You gave me a check mark on that, so that must mean something. And then some of them are more professional, like document your projects that you wanted to do. But some of them are just silly immeasurable things. So these aren't necessarily like smart goals, a strategic, measurable, actionable, whatever. This is a casual conversational endeavor that we always take part in, right? Mm-hmm. It's gotta be fun. Yeah. And what I like about you, one of the many things that I like quite a bit about you is that whenever there's an opportunity to name something, whether it's the files and your camera or naming the houses that we're living in or whatever it is, like you always have a desire to come up with something catchy and something that will make you laugh out loud.
1: I think that's probably explains why one of my most favorite activities in the entire world is naming our own band.
0: Yes, that's true. (laughs)
1: More than being in the band itself. Yes, you do. I'm just like, we get to come up with a new band name.
0: (laughs) That's so accurate. So every time we do this activity. And after 2016, it was such a success. You know, we saw these goals every day. They inspired and imbued our entire year with a sort of like energy and vibe that we brought to that year. It felt good to make progress together. And it wasn't just about work. It was about like the life that we want to live. So bring us ahead to 2017 because I know we have the 2017 copy here. I don't know what we're going to do with these because they're just loose leaf pieces of paper right now, but I'd like to make them into something someday.
1: Well, the top of our list was moved to Denver, Colorado.
0: Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Which we did very it. much did. I mean, that's such a massive objective. And what I also like about these is that we didn't always publicize them. A lot of these were kept top secret and off the gram. Now I'm much more transparent about everything I'm doing, but these were just for us.
1: Well, like, some of them are, like, top secret within ourselves in terms of, like, we couldn't even, like, write it down. Like, the last one on the list is called Talk About It This Year.
0: And I had crossed out.
1: Figure it out.
0: Figure it out. Because what was that about, Brad?
1: (laughs) Getting married.
0: Getting married. And in 2017, we were both, so somewhat ambivalent about the institution altogether. Slash, we were still sort of dancing around the topic in conversation with each other. Mm. that. the idea of figuring out whether we wanted to get married became too ambitious the minute I put it on that paper. So I crossed that out and wrote, let's talk about it this year. Right. So remember on new year's Eve, we committed to talking that year about marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good way of doing it in retrospect. Cause it lowered the bar. It didn't make it so, Ooh, you know, collar pulling.
1: We got engaged at the end of that year, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are we this like Got obsessed? <laughs> Are we this obsessed <laughs> with achievement and progress? To be fair, yeah,
1: it's all for the New Year's resolution. To, we actually want to get
0: married. Just to be clear, listeners, we didn't actually plan on getting engaged when we did get engaged. So that's another story for another podcast. Mm-hmm. But it was the best possible engagement. It was basically a surprise for both of us and your parents mm-hmm. and my parents. Let's zoom forward to looking back on 2018, and when I started 2018. We'd already moved to Colorado, which was a major increase in our fun quotient in life in general. And then I think the reason I was really feeling passionately about fun and bringing more fun into my life and our life in general was because we had just busted our butts so hard. We worked so hard in DC. We started businesses, we navigated career transitions. We figured out how the hell to make this life possible. And then we moved across the country while being scrappy entrepreneurs. It was exhausting. And I really wanted to see what would happen now that our lives had leveled off a little bit professionally and I felt a sense of stability. What would happen if I optimized for fun and made that my objective? So what were some of the um, year of fun objectives we had for 2018?
1: Um, your fun was to go to Colombia with mama.
0: Yes, did that. So some of these are just personal. That was just for me. You weren't planning on going to Colombia with my mama. Right. I mean, I think
1: these, you know, these started as pure couples kind of goals, Again. right? But it kind of evolved into, you know, like we would take some of them. Like We did like one of them was like play more volleyball. And like you weren't able to do that because of your work. And I played a whole bunch of tournaments that summer. And like yeah, we're like, right. you know what? Like, between the two of us, we got it.
0: We set these sort of intentions, and then if one of us nailed it, it felt like a win for both of us.
1: <laughs> the important thing is, like, when we create them, we're kind of on the same page about them.
0: Yeah. Which we we debate some things sometimes, right? We're like, that sounds too serious.
1: Well, I just took the Myers-Briggs um, test, and my personality type came back as the debater. That's true. I, was
0: it Myers-Briggs? It was some other test. Three oh, yeah. personalities or something?
1: Some, th- some, pers- yes. I don't know, some personality <laughs> test. And um, it's one of the things is that I love to argue. It, like, no matter, like, it doesn't really matter what the outcome is. I just love to debate. Debate.
0: Even if you don't agree with the argument that you're making, <laughs> you're just like a devil's advocate. It's true. I think
1: that was the, the ultimate devil's advocate. Well,
0: it's just good for my um, political ambitions because you, you make me practice defending my, my positions. Yeah. Which is good. Anyway, so wait, what did we have for the year of fun?
1: Well, we had uh, Rock the Companion Pass.
0: Shout out to Southwest, not sponsored, but I do write about them on the blog all the time because I am a Southwest loyalist, I'm a Southwest stockholder, I'm a Southwest A lister. And 2018 was the first year that I had flown enough on Southwest to earn a companion pass, which is one of the many perks of being a frequent flyer on Southwest. And because I have the Southwest Chase rewards card, I did—I swear to God, this is not an ad. I'm just a huge fan. And when we got that, the companion pass basically allows you, Brad, to fly for free whenever I fly. But you're not one to Ew. like jet set all the time. That's true. So we had to set an intention because you're such a homebody, which I love. That's like part of how this whole relationship works. I'm like, don't clip my wings. Mama's got to go. Uh, <laughs> and we had to be very intentional about making sure that you were included on some of those trips. I'm exhausted from 2018 still. and it's like Well, in our
1: 2018 roundup, we started adding what challenged us. And one of them says, I'm tired.
0: Yeah, that was a very honest moment for me. I am tired. <laughs> to the outside world, I think it looks like we have boundless energy because we are hustlers. We do like to make progress, but I need to like walk the walk when it comes to uh, self-care more, I think.
1: I can sleep in you're dead.
0: No, I used to say that in college, but <laughs> it's not... At all accurate, no, um, no
1: seriously, i can't I can't go without eight hours of sleep.
0: That's your I me mean neither. We actually never we never don't get eight hours of
1: sleep, yeah, because we just crank so hard all day. Yeah. It's just like pff,
0: out <laughs> well, I wish I had that because last night I was so excited about getting back to work that I was up till three a m just thinking about boss moves that I want to make this year. So the moment of truth, let's share the sort of resolutions or objectives or intentions that we set at least some of the highlights for 2019 and maybe like some of our thoughts on how the process has evolved
1: well we started out with our career intentions
0: mine is like have a fun yeah boss up book tour
1: mm-hmm. mine's pm the f out of vm she
0: like to elaborate at all
1: project manage the f- out of von mod von mod is the place i work
0: right so and what does uh, that mean?
1: What's like in there? I've been there? Uh, basically in a role where I'm uh, designing and building uh, intensely, but now I'm starting to take on larger projects, and that requires a different set of skills. which right. um,
0: Management, leadership skills. Yeah. Maybe you need to get bossed up.
1: I think I know someone. <laughs> what's your What's your hourly rate?
0: <gasps> you don't want to Free? know. You can't afford me. For me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same rate as uh, my uh, ski tune-up shop charges. So. Yeah. Oh, let's talk a little bit about our real estate game. That's a big one, too, because this past year, we made some surprise real estate moves. I'll actually be going into greater detail on all of that in later episodes of the podcast coming out this month. But to give everybody the cliff notes, we basically surprised ourselves by buying a second house last month in December. And it was just a good opportunity. So we jumped on it. And that means that instead of selling the house that we had just spent the past year renovating, a 110-year-old brick bungalow in a really beautiful historic neighborhood in Denver, uh, we actually rented it out. So as of January 1st this year, we have a new property management business. And you and I, Brad, are co-owners. And now we're figuring out the whole landlord game uh, as a way to, part of our strategy for building wealth and basically having a retirement fund.
1: Also, it's really fun.
0: Yes. Also, we're good at home stuff. We're like figuring this out and you're especially good at it. And the new house that we're now living in has a lot of potential for improvement. So yeah, that's the clip note. So what are the objectives around real estate stuff this year?
1: Well, plan the business, which we uh, already started doing.
0: I, I'm in charge of paperwork and management and covering our legal ass. God. And, <laughs> right? Yeah. Helpful. Bills, utilities, insurance—all that fun stuff. That's my forte.
1: Yeah, I, uh, this stuff makes makes my like eyes gloss over. <laughs> I get to do the fun stuff, which is like doing the renovation and and even like even like the general maintenance. I really enjoy.
0: You do. You've got a tool belt. You're a handy man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and then renovate the ranch.
0: Right. Um, That's the house we currently live in. It's mm-hmm. a little ranch in a a basic ranch. We call it the basic ranch.
1: That's how it's going to start. And we're, ho- we're going to hopefully turn it into
0: cool ranch. As in the Dorito. And the house. And the house, yes. But it's in a neighborhood that's nearby. It's, again, up and coming neighborhood, but it's got solid bones and there's lots of room for improvement. So I'll post more about it. I'll share more about that journey. But, yeah, so we want to figure out the business stuff, figure out how to maintain two homes and be good landlord slash landlady and, like, really do this the right way, not the slumlord way. Um, and renovate this place, all while growing our equity. So, yeah, it's exciting. Ooh, tell them about this one. That's a good one.
1: We're getting the band back together. No, no,
0: no, no. I mean, that's also great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the one oh, with a band name.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we better spend the rest of the night brainstorming band names. What is uh, the most recent one we had? Uh,
1: become One with the Stang. Okay. Which I um... Recently got my first car. This was my first car when I was 17. It was a 1965 Mustang, which my uh, grandfather helped me acquire and completely renovate. Right. And uh, it was like restore.
0: a junker when you first got it, right?
1: Uh, I mean, it wasn't junker, but he, he restored it back to factory condition. Amazing. I drove it around for a few years and then my parents graciously kept it in one of their barns right. at our farm for about 15 years. <laughs> And then they, as their last wedding gift to us, had it uh, shipped out here. Yes. And um, so now so, we've got
0: this beautiful car that we have to figure out how to.
1: Yeah. So, like, I know how to, how to do, like, kind of like woodworking and house stuff, but my car mechanic skills suck. But that's my next frontier.
0: I love it. And then one of my favorites on the list is to honeymoon it up. We're going to figure out how to take a honeymoon without breaking the bank and how to have a relaxing slash adventurous. Honeymoon that has all of our favorite things. We'll keep you posted on that. And a big one for me that's sort of like holistic in focus. It's not just about business, it's more about like purpose in life, is finding more creative ways to give back. This past year, we were hustling so hard that we didn't do our usual volunteering at the holidays. And then I started to feel a little like icky about that. And then I started feeling icky about the idea of volunteering at the holidays because it's so cliche, and that's when everybody volunteers and that's not when volunteers are needed anyway. So I don't know. I've been wanting to find more of a systematic and impactful way to give back. Cause I feel like we've been not to sound like a total dick, but blessed. We've been so fortunate to have such good fortune come our way these past couple of years. So I wanna pay it forward. Pay it backward? Whatever. I just wanna like be more of a community in like more engaged in our community here. What have we learned from setting resolutions together over the past couple of years?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, you got to pick things that fire you up. Yeah. Because like, you know, if you, if you pick things that you like, I don't know, like don't like about yourself or want to like, you're like, eh, I don't like that. I want to do it. You know, it's, it's kind of, that's not a good way to start in my opinion. Yeah. For us, it's kind of like, what's well, going to be awesome.
0: Yes. So it's a very positive frame. It's not like, lose 10 pounds it's well, not
1: i think it's and it's, maybe habit. it's part of my uh debater personality which was i'm uh, never looking behind me
0: oh yeah that's true
1: which is you know you guys, always the best quality. i married a
0: personality test taker he came home with his personality test and i was like you have to take this you would fit right in in the boss well i
1: was like you gotta take this because i just took this and it is like freaking spot on it's true <laughs> i love it i couldn't believe it keep it To a certain level of ambiguity. Yeah. I think the biggest downfalls we've had of this is like stating something very specific. Yeah. I have a good example. One was ski 25 days last year.
0: Right. But that
1: didn't make much sense because like the idea wasn't to ski a certain amount of days. Right. Right. That's not like what I'm trying to achieve. My goal was to ski as much as I could and enjoy it. Right. And so.
0: And the season wasn't great last year.
1: And the season wasn't great. But like even regardless, it's hard to get up there. Yeah. And you're working full time and you have to not be able to take a lot of days off, you know, because we had a bunch of other things that we're doing right. to ski 25 days. I think I got to like 22. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, man, three more days. But what's the point of trying to get three days yeah. in, like squeeze three days in for the sake of hitting the goal? Right. It didn't make sense. I'm like, to me, I was like, you know what? Like we skied a lot, it was awesome. Check. On.
0: Yeah. I think that reminds me of something that Anastasia, my board, member said on a recent episode actually last week which was about keeping your goals ambitious but realistic like don't set yourself up to feel like a failure for skiing 22 days like 22 days of skiing is insane it's the most amount of skiing we've had in our entire lifetimes. probably well not you but since high school probably and so maybe there's a, a place and a time for smart goals which are more measurable and strategic and numerical and all that jazz but annual resolutions and intentions are not the place. So that's right. I think the more wiggle room we give ourselves, the more fun it is.
1: The flip side to that, that was more a specific one. A lot of them, a lot of them, we just don't know the answers to.
0: Oh yeah. I had that freak out on So Thursday. like
1: when we create these resolutions, it's like, all right, I want to do this. But when you come up with this, yeah. you don't necessarily know how, how you're going to do it, right. uh, what you're going to like, yeah. even the steps to take. Right. You know what I mean, like I do know I have, what you mean. like freaked out about like getting into the you know under the hood of my mustang, right. I don't have a damn clue. <laughs> it would be weird if I said like oh, I want to be able to change my spark plugs or right. like something like really specific. specific yeah, I don't know that's not, and it's not like kind of like the the goal, which is more of like a lifestyle like yeah. enhancement
0: one of my favorite things about this is how it brought. Us together, kind of like you said, on the same page. Mm. So when you give yourself the space and time to be a little bored, to brainstorm, to not be multitasking, and to sit down and say, well, what do we want our year to feel like? And how do we want it to, you know, what's the theme of our year? What are our intentions?
1: Do you tell them about how we name them? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: the years? Yeah. Yeah, I will. But it puts us on the same team, not oh, dear diary, this year, I want to be in the best shape of my life. I hope Brad will be down for my ambitions. It's so isolating to do this shit alone. But I feel like there's a vulnerability that's required to say to your partner, especially when we're not married, like years before we were ready to lock it down for good. We were like, hey, <laughs> assuming we're going to be together throughout the rest of this coming year. What kind of a year do we want to design for ourselves? It takes that leap of faith and it kind of makes me more invested in what we're creating together. Mm-hmm. And now for a totally different topic, because I just got real deep there for a moment, which makes you quiet sometimes, <laughs> Because, but he's looking very uh, sweetly at me. Just that's so, me. That's true. That's how Brad expresses his love. Uh, what were you going to add as well about each year?
1: Well, in my love of naming things... <laughs> We have Switched a theme for each year. We name yeah. each year. I don't remember what the very first one was. Me neither,
0: but who cares? Let's. Oh, Brad and Emily's effing awesome 2017 was a good one. There's lots of f bombs in our relationships. Uh, year of fun was last year. Would you like to share the origin story behind this year's?
1: Yeah. So this year's name is Moving On Up. I think a lot of it is, you know, resulting in like the real estate stuff, and we're just like crushing it in our careers. Yeah. But I think we we were trying to think of a name.
0: It was the beer.
1: Yeah, I know. Okay, (laughs) I'm getting to it. Let me finish.
0: (laughs) You're really teasing this story out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well,
1: we're like, as we're thinking of the name, I'm drinking this, I don't know, stout we had in Vermont. And I look at the can and it's called Move On Up.
0: Move On Up. It was a milk stout. Yeah. And then you have this moment, you have this epiphany, you held the can in front of your face up like the Statue of Liberty holds your torch. And I you said, that's the name.
1: <laughs> I was like that's, and like, that's the only way you can name things. It's like, <laughs> if you're not entirely sure, you're like, that's a good name. But you know, you
0: need to have that light. But pulse. like when you have
1: a, when you come up with <laughs> come the name, man, that's the name.
0: Inspiration. <laughs> and you were like, this is it. It's a sign. This is the year. This is the year. I love it. And now I've got a little portion of the episode today and you're interview in which i want to put you in the hot seat i've got three questions for you brad the boo directly from our bossed up fans and followers on instagram this is an interesting one because i think it speaks to our different personalities question number one how do you deal with feelings of planning too much instead of living in the moment (sighs) isn't that you versus me I am Miss Planner B, like, color-coded, let's put a label on it, and you're, like, a little more freewheeling.
1: Right. Humor you in letting, letting you, like, write things out and plan it. Uh,
0: come again? What do you mean humor
1: me? Well, it's like you've come up with a specific, you come up with, like, a specific thing. Mm-hmm. I like finish lines. But we're always, like, adapting and changing as we go. That's
0: true. That's, like, a prerequisite for being.
1: So, I'm actually for coming up with a specific goal but not adjusting correct to get to that goal right. so like it's like that was the goal i'm like yeah but here like here's a better option yeah. let's do this goal instead right. but if you were like well no we said we were doing this goal then right. i would probably like lose my shit yeah you know same and
0: uh, well what you're saying is that i'm much more adaptable than i might appear
1: oh very adaptable <laughs> That's it, why I, so
0: I'm gonna turn this whole it thing into a compliment that you're paying me. So go on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Humor. Me. Very adaptable. And so if I and if I come up with a... Yeah. well, if I come up I have to come up with a good case, I'm like, all right, this way is better. You Here's do. why.
0: Luckily you're a debater.
1: Yeah. And if I'm like true I mean, there's some like that. I'll come up with it and be like, all right, let's like, just go the other way. Dumb. But like <laughs> yeah. but like if I'm like this is so much better, it's like obvious, like we have to do it this way instead. Right. And I'll, I'll, I won't i will just say we have to do it this way with no explanation.
0: Case, right. You'll make your case. I'll make my case. Yeah.
1: And you'll sometimes make a counter case.
0: Yeah. And sometimes I'm right and you're wrong. Go ahead. You can say it on the record. <laughs> 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 um, I think that's what's the problem with some people's. Viewpoint on their relationships in particular. When you set relationship goals, it's like by the end of this year, I want a ring on my finger. By the end of next year, we're going to have a baby. By the end of next year, we're going to have a house. That shit is like not that predictable, right? Like you want to make sure that you're on the same page when those things happen, not just in setting the intention. We did not have plans to buy a second house this past year. We did not have plans on getting engaged when we got engaged, but we were on the same page because we talked about it in a more everyday kind of way. And we made it okay to have those conversations. So softball question number two, and then the hard question. She goes, this is so great. Referring to the Insta story I posted about us setting goals together. She goes, I'd like to know if and how you keep each other accountable.
1: Uh, Okay, so I think creating the resolutions together in the first place we're creating them on the same like on the same page
0: literally <laughs> yeah
1: literally but part of it is not just but it's like i'm understanding like what you're wanting to kind of do with yeah, your but, life when we like, when we, like yeah. what's your this is a values thing it's like what are your values for this year
0: but it's different to set values and then not live up to them i yeah. feel like one thing that's really important is that we put it in the coffee cabinet <laughs> Yeah. We see that thing every day because we make coffee every day. Yeah. Usually you make coffee for us, but you see it every day. (laughs) True. You know? And then when I have my afternoon cup. And
1: then like some of these like don't get, you know, fulfilled towards the end of the year because it is like a long kind of thing. But some of them do. So like sometimes it'll be like four or five months in and you like then you can check one of them off. Yeah. Like some of them. And you're just like, it's just like Boom. And then it like (laughs) fires you up to do the next one. And then you and then like you kind of like like I'll bring it up to you, like, oh, you're going to Columbia, (gasps) you know, it's awesome. Or like, you know, you're going on the book tour. Right. In terms of if you're not doing it, that's a little
0: we don't really come down on each other like a hammer. No, not really in the I think the biggest thing is just
1: talking about it. Yeah. You know? Because you might change your value throughout the year. Right. And that's cool. But if we don't ever like talk about it. Then, you know, it's almost like me just like asking you, just like, hey, so like, what's up with that? Yeah. And then you might, you know, either spark life back into it right? or just be like, (laughs) you know what? I've decided like the book's getting pushed off to next year.
0: Right. Not happening. Just to be clear, publisher, it's fine. Everything's cool. (laughs) I also kind of love that they're short enough and they're catchy phrases whenever we can. These are like tweetables so we can say, hey. You know, get the band back together And we know what we're talking about We have this, like, common vernacular mm-hmm. Because we've written them together
1: Because we came up with a great name Did we? Well, uh, each one of these phrases Oh Like, we're very intentional about like
0: the theme of the year I thought you were talking about band names again
1: <laughs> Well, no, I am kind yeah. of and <laughs> uh, No, no, no The name of each one of the resolutions right. so Is saying... very well thought out in terms of just saying Not just, like Not just, like, spewing what you're thinking onto the paper We're right. just like, all right, how do we like fortune cookie this getting the band back together is like a a, kind of a funny phrase you know That like
0: yeah and it's not because we were debating what makes the list as much as it's like once we have the idea like yes we want to play more music this year we labor over every single word that goes into (laughs) how do we express that we spend a lot of time on the poetry of resolution (laughs) okay last question it's a doozy Uh oh How does Brad handle being with a woman that's type A and a go-getter? Does this compliment or create conflict?
1: Oh, that's easy. That was the easiest question. It's awesome. Oh. Yeah. Like, I guess that some people are intimidated by type A or like really extremely. Your last personality test was 99% extroverted. Oh, yeah. Um, Also,
0: I I got the executive. So it's just ambition that men are intimidated by, period.
1: Well, I love it because, A, I'm pretty introverted. So like when we go out to social situations, you know, like, you you know, you can handle it. You're like, A, I can take you anywhere. (laughs) Like I took, like, we went to um, this big party for this huge project, huge commercial project that I was working on. And there was like hundreds of people there, high profile, like architects, designers, And we get in and like you. I think after the first like forty five minutes, had talked to every single person in that building. You came back with like twenty cards, (laughs) and they're just like they love you. They want to talk. (laughs) It's like hell yeah. It's
0: true. It's
1: true. Um, But like it's easy because we're a team, and that's like a huge value add to the team. You know, it's like you're out there going and getting it, talking to people, and like you know, and also like especially with our like real estate thing yeah having the harder conversations with people right you know because you're just like very forward and very frank um
0: one might even say i'm assertive
1: <laughs> very much so
0: you need to start boss up for men or well something. i see
1: and i like it too in regards to your relationship to me yeah because like i don't like like bullshitting around anything that's true like if you ever got a problem you tell me
0: are you thinking of a particular John Mulaney stand-up? Uh, I am. Yeah.
1: My <laughs> stomach hurts. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'll link to it below. It's a good one. Um, but it's perfect because yes. I know what you're thinking. Sometimes I vocalize back that you're thinking too much. Yeah, you're. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. I'm thinking too much. Well, or yeah, just, you no, know, that's true.
1: Like that. Sometimes the downside is that you're putting too much negative. Energy out into the world when you complain about everything that's not really a problem.
0: Okay, the women listening to this are not gonna have a damn clue what you're talking about. <laughs> I am just a ray of sunshine online, okay? You don't see any storm clouds. There's no storm clouds. I don't have a No, shit. but on the whole, it's
1: great. And it's like <laughs> it's it gets to the point. And um, I love it.
0: Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for just being you. And ladies, like, don't we can't let men who are intimidated by our ambition. Set a standard. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to join me in my home office with the dog sleeping under your chair and the bird sleeping on our wall decor. Hmm.
1: Well, that was a lot of fun.
0: All for the bosses.
1: Anytime you want me on the podcast, you know where to find me.
0: <laughs> Thanks, babe Well, there you have it, folks. A little sneak peek into how Brad and I set and slay goals together. I'm curious to hear what you think about this conversation. I'm curious to hear what follow-up questions you have. And if there's anything that Brad or I can clarify about how we do what we do, we'd love to hear from you. I'm feeling a little vulnerable right now for putting my life on display in this way. But I hope by hearing directly from Brad on this episode, you get a sneak peek into... The feminist dude that I married. And I'd actually love to hear from you if you have a partner in your life, platonic, romantic, or otherwise, somebody who's like your ride or die. How do you set goals together? How do you hold each other accountable? Do you have a process like this one that you consider sort of a habit or a ritual or an annual tradition that you'd like to share with us? Because we'd love to incorporate that into our practices moving forward. So share what you think about today's episode by taking a little screenshot, tagging me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Emily Aries or at BossedUpOrg, or chime in in the Up Courage community. That's our Facebook group that you get invited to the minute you sign up for our email at bossstep.org. It's the best place on Facebook, as many a member in the community have called it. And it really is a great place for us to troubleshoot together, share our successes, and lift as we climb. So join me there to let me know what you think about today's episode. And now it's time for this week's featured boss move. Hey, Emily, this is Amanda from St. Louis, and I am calling with my boss move of the
1: week. I just went to my boss to ask for a raise, and I came out with at least a strong professional development opportunity and the time to go to it that I've been really wanting to attend as well as the hope for a holiday bonus and a raise. So I'm really excited about that, and I thank Bossed Up for all of the negotiation tips and encouragement that
0: you and the boss-up community have been providing. Congratulations, boss, and thank you so much for sharing your come-up story. You really never know who you're inspiring to thrive and strive in 2019 when you share how you're bossing up in your life. So if you've got a boss move to share or a career conundrum that you want us to tackle in the podcast, we actually really need to hear from you. So if you've got a question about your goals in 2019, your plans to kick ass in your career in 2019, let me know. We're looking to put together a bunch of new episodes for the new year, and I'd love to hear from you so that you can remain in the driver's seat not only of your life and your career, but of this very podcast. Give my hotline a ring right now at 910-668-BOSS or two six seven. Seven. And as a final reminder, we are gearing up for our first Bossed Up Boot Camp of the Year coming up in Washington, DC, January 26 and 27. If you haven't already heard, Bossed Up Boot Camp is basically the best thing I do. It's our weekend long program for women who are navigating career transition or just want to level up in life and feel more aligned with their values. We'll cover everything from how to clarify your vision to negotiation and assertive communication. And we even cover topics like mindfulness and happiness and love and relationships with an incredible interdisciplinary team of trainers that are Bossed Up certified. And come on, we even end the weekend with a fitness class, and talking about money management over bottomless mimosas at brunch. It's pretty much my favorite thing. It's a weekend we only host about once a quarter. So if you are ready to really level up in your life, get on our Bossed Up Bootcamp page and register right now at bossedup.org bootcamp. And as an FYI, check out the FAQ section there to learn more about our scholarships or to download a proposal that we've already written for you that you can present to your boss to try to get them to cover the costs. It's worked for hundreds of women, and I encourage you to give it a shot yourself. If you've got questions for me about today's episode, about Bossed Up Bootcamp, about the Life Tracker Planner, about all the cool shit we've got coming your way in 2019 don't hesitate to drop me a note at, at org, or I will see you on the gram. In the meantime, keep Boston in pursuit of your purpose and together we'll lift as we climb. Let's face it. owning their voice, overcoming the social messages that have taught us to keep silent and really learning to strategically and assertively communicate when it matters most, we'll actually have the practice time to rewire our brains, create new neural pathways, and build better habits when it comes to speaking up with confidence and precision and assertively communicating in the workplace. Learn more and enroll today to secure your spot at bossedup.org slash speakup. That's bossedup.org slash speakup.